Hey there, and welcome to Cover Act. Today we're going to be taking a look at the cover of a very famous album. This is Led Zeppelin with... Well, this album doesn't actually have a name. It's their fourth album. It's got a lot of fan names that people refer to it by. I'm going to be calling it Led Zeppelin 4 for this review because that's what everyone else calls it. My copy of this album is actually quite interesting because when I ordered it, I was expecting it to come in the standard CD jewel case, right, where it's just like plastic or like a piece of paper inside it with the cover on it. But instead, it's like in a piece of cardboard, right, a folded cardboard case. I didn't really understand why it was like this. It wasn't like to save money. But then it struck me that it's because they're replicating the original vinyl record sleeve. It folds open, it's got the exact same stuff on it, only difference is it's smaller so it fits the CD. And knowing that, actually, I quite like it. I think it's quite a cool idea to recapture that original experience for the CD listener. So this review is going to come in three parts. I'm going to review the outside of the CD case, um, the front and back, if you will, the inside, and then I'm also going to review the title of the album as well, because I think that bears talking about with an album with no title. So on the front of the album, the main focal point is the painting. There's not really much more going on at first glance on the front of this album. It's a painting of an old man with terrible posture, standing out in a field with just a whole bunch of sticks on his back. The story behind this painting is apparently that Robert Plant, the band's lead singer, found it in an antique store and he thought, oh, this will work well, and he brought it back and they used it for the cover of the album. Some people disagree with that, though. Some people say the painting might have been commissioned for the album because it fits the album theme really well. Some people even say that maybe it's not a painting, but it's actually a photograph which just has, like, a filter. I'm not sure about that one. I think it does look like a painting, but it is a detailed painting, so I can't see where people are coming from with that. So moving beyond the painting, it appears to be hung on a wall with some floral wallpaper that's disintegrating and stuff. Now, floral wallpaper... It isn't actually that popular right now. It's not very in fashion. But I believe in the 70s, floral wallpaper was a cool thing. So uh, I think I'm going to have to give it bonus marks for that. To really understand what's going on with the degrading wallpaper, though, you've got to open up the album and look at both the front and the back next to each other. And that shows that actually it's hanging on the inside wall of a partially demolished house looking out over a city, which I, I found out is Birmingham. Now, I've never been there, but based on this picture, it looks like the most boring city I can imagine. You're looking out over a grey sky, which I imagine is fairly common in England. It's looking down over these old buildings, little cottages, and then in the background there's a big, very boring-looking skyscraper, so... I'm not really a fan of that, but what it does give across is the dichotomy between the partially destroyed cottage, which has the painting of the poorly postured man, and the city that you can see through the hole in the wall, which is a big part of the themes of the album itself and the music, the dichotomy between city and country life. So I think that works quite well. Overall, I think the front cover of this album is pretty good. The question is, does this album cover warrant being the cover of such a great album? I think that maybe this sort of does, because although it isn't a big flashy image, you know, it's not bad out of hell or anything, it's very different from a lot of other pieces of album art you'd see. So does this work for the album? Well, I'm thinking sort of yes, yeah. We're going to move on to the inside of the album now, and this is a completely different kettle of fish. It's a pencil drawing of an old man on top of a mountain, and he's looking down. And I really adore this drawing, all the detail in it, because down in the valley below, you, you like, get it close to your face, and you can see all the detail of the little city down there. Well, 
somewhere down on the rocks just below him, there's a woman who appears to be either climbing up or some people say that she's dashed on the rocks like she's fallen down. Off in the distance on the other mountains, it looks like there's something on top there, but you can't really see what it is. And then, of course, looking at the foreground of the picture with the mountains and stuff, I really love the details of this. It sort of reminds me of um, some parts of Yellow Submarine, actually, the sort of art style of those rocks. And then at the top, of course, is the man, uh, the hermit, he is called. That's because he's based on the tarot card, also called the hermit. If you look that up, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It actually really does look like him. This man is quite mysterious because at first when I look at him I think of like sort of a Gandalf type figure but when I look a bit closer he appears to be a bit more sinister. If you look at his hood you'll see that underneath it there's something pointy like making the hood point out. Is that a horn under there? I'm not sure. There's a really cool hidden image in this picture. If you hold the right side of it up to a mirror and you look at it you'll see that the mountain that the old man is standing on is actually a dog. A Black Dog, which is the name of the first song on this album, which I think is really cool, like the hidden imagery. I do love hidden images, and I do think that's really cool. There's a lot of mystery behind this piece of art, because it's credited as being drawn by a man named Barrington Colby, but if you look him up online, this is like the only thing he's been credited with drawing. Very little is known about him. Apparently, he lived in Switzerland, and then he died on the 28th of October 2014, but there's not much more that people know about him. Some people say that it may just be a pseudonym for Jimmy Page, a member of Led Zeppelin, because he did go to art school, so it's definitely possible that he could have done this. But anyway, I think that this piece of art is really good and I think it complements the front cover art really well because the front cover art, it's very different, I think. But with this piece, it's more like a traditional thing that I would sort of expect from a rock album. You know, it's got the mountain with like the old man might be a wizard or whatever. It's got that castle off in the distance and I think it really works well for that. And it sort of gives you that, what you're sort of lacking from the front cover album. So I think that that's a really good piece of art. So finally, we're going to talk about the title of this album, or the lack thereof. So Led Zeppelin, they decided they didn't want to give this album any sort of name. It doesn't even say Led Zeppelin on the cover. It's completely blank, which does add to making the album look quite cool. But I'm going to be honest, I really don't like non-titled albums, or even self-titled albums. Like I really like the Queen album, Queen, don't like the name. I really like the Beatles White album, but of course that's actually just called The Beatles, and I'm not a fan of that name either. The problem with not naming your album is that albums can't have no name. It's just that if you don't name the album, someone else is going to name it for you. So Led Zeppelin, they didn't want to have a name for this. So all that meant was that fans of the album came up with names for it. A few different names that people use for it. Some people just call it the fourth album. Uh, Some people call it Four Runes because on the actual disc, let me get out the disc, and I think it's also somewhere else on the booklet or something, it's got Four Runes, which is what Led Zeppelin chose to sort of represent the album with. And the first one spells out the word Zoso. So some people called it that, Zoso, um, but apparently it's not even meant to be a pronounceable word. Some people just called it runes, but uh, of course the name Led Zeppelin 4 is really the one that stuck around, particularly because their previous album was called Led Zeppelin 3, and before that was Led Zeppelin 2, so the theme works. 
But the thing is, not titling an album, it makes it quite difficult to find. If I was to say to my mate, hey mate, you should listen to Led Zeppelin 4, and he goes down to the local CD store, and he looks around for it, well there's not really much of a way for him to tell which album is Led Zeppelin 4. My copy, it came in sort of like cling film around it, and on the outside it had to have a sticker that says Led Zeppelin's classic fourth album includes Stairway to Heaven, Black Dog, and Rock and Roll. And the thing is, right, I feel like if the store has to put that sticker on there, then that sort of ruins not having anything on the album anyway. So you might as well just put words on there that are well designed and you think work well. Led Zeppelin faced a lot of pushback, by the way, from the record company about not having an album title, but they stood their ground. And although I do respect standing up to the big bureaucrats saying, oh, you've got to conform to the rules, I do think that in this case, maybe conforming to the rules a little would have helped out so i'm gonna have to deduct a few points overall for the title it worked for some people for me doesn't work so what do i think of the album art overall overall i think it is actually a pretty cool piece of art i do really like how the front cover and the inside cover complement each other with their different art styles different themes i think the outside cover because it stands out that is good the lack of name for the album that is a thumbs down i think so i think in total i'm going to give this piece of album art and the name included six and a half stars out of ten so thank you very much for tuning in to the very first episode of cover act led zeppelin 4 it's an excellent album if for some reason you haven't heard it before go check it out it's on spotify um it's on itunes all of those places And no matter what I say about the art of the cover, the music is a masterpiece and something you won't want to miss. So come back next week for episode two. That's going to come out at 7 a.m. Friday New Zealand time. That's, I believe, 3 p.m. Thursday Eastern time. We're going to have a brand new episode. It's going to be good, hopefully better than this one. And I hope to see you there. 